With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series sponsored by Hanzo. In this series, we consider how to leverage artificial intelligence in compliance investigations. In this podcast series, I'm joined by several members of the Hanzo team as we explore the current best practices around investigations and how your compliance function can take investigations to a new level of cost, efficiency, and operational efficiency utilizing tools provided by Hanzo. Our explorations include considering the Department of Justice's guidance on investigations recently released, the use of AI in the Henzo Investigator, how Henzo technology can help a company overcome investigative challenges, and Henzo's specific approach to finding and managing data across literally the entire life cycle of an investigation. In this exploration, we are joined by Sean Friedland, Henzo's Senior Product Marketing Manager and Compliance. Jim Murphy, the VP of Products, and Keith Laska, the CEO of Hanzo. I know you'll enjoy this series. It has lots of information packed into it, which you will be able to utilize your compliance program and more specifically in your investigations going forward. In this episode, I'm joined again by Jim Murphy, Vice President for Products at Hanzo, to consider more specifically how the technology which has been used by legal professionals in the past can utilize or can be utilized by compliance professionals going forward. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again in our third episode of our five-part exploration with Hanzo about conducting more conclusive compliance investigations with AI and web-based evidence. Today, I'm continuing my conversation with Jim Murphy. Jim is the VP of product at Hanzo, um, and this is something that I think uh, every compliance practitioner would certainly want to uh, uh, understand. And Jim, I would like to really focus on why technology helps overcome uh, these issues for the compliance practitioner and, and really Hanzo's experience from the legal side of things driving uh, these innovations into compliance. Um, I, I do want to just kind of dive into a little bit about uh, Hanzo Investigator um, and really where we've been with e-discovery professionals and, and, and kind of putting my uh, product development hat on. Uh, just wanted to look through and, and kind of share a little bit about our roadmap and, and, and where we see this going forward. Um, so we talked uh, last time about kind of the core of what our investigator product is. Um, and certainly at its foundation is our ability to preserve uh, web content in a legally defensible manner. Um, so understanding that that's good, uh, how are we, you know, continuing to enhance what it is that we bring to the market around investigations? Um, I talked about three pillars before, uh, and really our, a big focus for us as we move forward is really on the first two pillars. Uh, the first pillar being, can I find the right data on the web? Um, so we're, we're continuing to integrate with additional data sources, which enhance how it is that we're discovering content enhance how it is that we're discovering the right uh, subjects and um, enhance, you know, making that connection between subjects and social media. 
Um, our data scientists are, uh, have a, have a um, significant focus on um, making that process more robust, uh, making it faster, um, and making it more, um, more accurate. The second component where we're really analyzing data, um, again, a, a big focus from our data science um, team is, you know, how can we analyze this data to make it most useful for our customers? And one of the directions that we're looking at, um, I've been referring to it as kind of a rating ranking uh, effort. And what that really means is, you know, given a corpus of data um, and given a particular scenario, um, using machine learning algorithms, am I able to predict uh, and kind of rank? Um, can I predict how likely there is a risk here for our customers? We know that there's a, a very limited budget uh, that, that everybody has to spend in their review and their investigation. Um, and really, our goal is to try and make that budget as effective as possible um, so that, you know, if there's, uh, you know, a ton of data to look through, um, how can I make sure that the data that you do actually have time and, and, and resource to look through um, is most likely to contain the risky information that you need to take a look at? Jim, this enhanced ability to uh, not only review data, uh, but uh, actually analyze it is something that uh, is always on the forefront of uh, the mind of a compliance practitioner. Um, they often ask, well, I've got this data, what does it mean? And it occurs to me that by helping the compliance practitioner with the rating uh, slash ranking can not only uh give additional uh, assistance to the compliance practitioner, but actually makes the investigative process more efficient as well. Would that be a fair um, assessment on my part? I think that's absolutely right. Um, you know, what, what we know is that um, when, when it comes time to run an investigation, there's a mountain of data. Um, and, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's, you know, not reasonable to be able to make it through and, and apply, uh, you know, review capacity to everything. And so, um, we think that it's a very important um, and, and, and very timely uh, aspect to bring to the process to be able to, you know, make sure that we're focusing on the most relevant or most likely to be relevant data. Jim, I was wondering if uh, you might be able to turn to a couple of examples in the legal world. We would call that case studies. But are there any investigations or even projects that you might be able to to talk about uh, anonymously, uh, anonymized, uh, but in a manner w which would convey the real power of the Hanzo roadmap and the tools that uh, Hanzo brings to bear in this process? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm going to talk about two. Um, the first that I'll talk about was um, uh, so it is a case involving an accident, um, and I won't. Uh, get too specific around that, but uh, I'll just say it was a highly publicized accident locally uh, where it occurred, and um, a, a, a number of lawsuits stemmed from uh, the events that took place. Um, so we have run uh, a, a couple of investigations around this event, um, and of course, the, we brought a lot of information about particular subjects that were involved, um, and what I wanted to call out specifically within this case was um, because the local media um, talked about this a lot, uh, one of the important things that um, I think is interesting that we brought through our investigations is uh, the capture and preservation 
of a significant amount of the news coverage um, surrounding the event. Now, how that gets utilized later, um, we're not sure, right? But you might have a case where um, once this goes to trial or potentially you have a jury, you you do want to know, um, well, what did everybody have access to at that point, right? What was what was um, what was everybody talking about? Whether that's on YouTube or whether that's on social media, um, this we were able to kind of deliver a a, um, a real good profile of, of what was being presented um, to all of the constituents and to all of the potential jurors. Um, I, I think that's a really interesting case. Um, the second that I'll talk about is uh, around IP theft. Um, so you had some employees who were uh, working at a firm, they left, discovered, or they thought that it was very likely um, that the former employees had taken some IP with them. Um, this was corroborated by internal uh, messages and communication within the firm. Uh, and really, when we started working on the case with them, what they were looking for is, has anybody been talking about this out on social media? Um, has, you know, have we, have we seen connections between certain individuals um, and have they been bringing up the idea of, um, of, uh, of, of starting a new company or, or, or bringing some of that data with them? Um, and here's the interesting thing. Um, we didn't find, we, we found the social media profiles, but we saw no evidence um, talking about IP theft or talking about uh, bringing people with them. And the interesting thing is that was also valuable to this case. It was valuable because uh, there's no longer a mystery of, boy, I wonder if there is something out there that I should be aware of, right? You've got a litigator saying, I've done my due diligence. I've looked where I, where I needed to. Um, I've gone through that process and I feel comfortable and confident with the approach that I'm taking right now, understanding that there's not... Um, uh, uh, something sitting out there that, that might explode my case, which I, which I wasn't aware of and didn't try to go find. Uh, and so the interesting thing that we found out about in this case is um, the, the, the lack of information uh, out on the web uh, also has value to the case because they know that there is not going to be um, some type of mysterious piece of evidence that shows up later, uh, which would have been available in, clear, in plain sight. Um, so that, that's another use of investigations, which doesn't seem like the typical application of tech um, or, you know, you're not discovering the smoking gun, um, but you have you can prove and show that you've gone through your due diligence um, to to uh, to look and to try and harvest that information. Uh, both of those examples were great. And I hope the compliance professionals uh, listening to this podcast would certainly understand that the tools, tactics and techniques that Hanzo has developed in the uh, e-discovery and uh, legal space really uh, can enhance what the compliance professional is called on being asked to do more often. So I wanted to thank you for your time today, and I look forward to continuing uh, the conversation in our next podcast uh, with Keith Laska. But I wanted to ask you before uh, we sign off for anyone listening who wants to learn more about Hanzo or see how all of this works uh, to consider using it in their compliance program. Is a is there a place they could go? Absolutely, Tom. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the time. Uh, to find out more from Hanzo, uh, please visit Hanzo.co. 
Uh, and you can also, for a more uh, specific use case, see hanzo.co slash, all one word, compliance investigations. Uh, go ahead and, and log in there and uh, request to see a demo. Uh, you'll be able to see what it is that we've been talking about. Uh, and thanks again, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. We will link to these resources in the show notes, but if you want to obtain more information, check out the Hanzo website at www.hanzo.co. There are a significant amount of resources available on the website. In addition to information on the Hanzo uh, Dynamic Investigator, there's a series of ebooks, white papers, and other information which can help you in your investigation. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to visiting with you again. This podcast series is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.